Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Golden Age could become the Stone Age in the playoffs as Mark Stone returns to the ice at VGK practice on Monday. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco along with Chris Collick. You could find us on Twitter at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G, at Lockdown VGK, and of course on YouTube, Lockdown Golden Knights. Please subscribe there. We are brought to you today by FanDuel. Make every moment more and don't miss the chance at a no sweat first bet. Up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. So, Chris, an eventful, very eventful practice session at City National for the VGK yesterday and the highlight, the return to the ice of the captain, Mark Stone, in a blue non-contact jersey. And Stone hasn't played since January the 12th. He had the back surgery a couple of months ago. Great news. I think that it kind of bolstered the team, the fan base. Is this a case of EGK cooking the books with his return? Uh, we wonder if Stone was healthy yes. for a while, and they stowed Stone in time for the playoffs. Okay. Uh, Dr. Frank Saravalli, one of our favorites, had interesting comments on Twitter yesterday, and he said he doesn't think anyone doubted the severity of Stone's uh, injury but he said that he thinks opponents will question the timing of his return after VGK spent more than $7 million of Stone's cap on LTIR. His comments are fair and valid, 100%. I mean, basically, I'm going to quote myself here in a tweet. His comments are fair and valid. Did Vegas break any rules? I don't think so. Did... VGK use the rules so they can maybe get a healthy er ish kind of sort of Mark Stone back while adding some key pieces. Absolutely. Did they cook the books? I think so. Now, cooking the books, I, some people, I think we maybe have some differing opinions on what cooking the books necess- what might necessarily mean. I don't look at cooking the books as outright blatantly cheating or anything like that. I think of it as stretching, I think of it as manipulating. I think of it as just finding ways, finding quirks within the rules to make it all work. And VGK is using the same rules that the Tampa Bay Lightning used, that the Blackhawks used, that the Seattle Kraken used, that the Montreal Canadiens used. And we can go on until we name all 32 teams. You know, maybe just credit Kelly McCrimmon for, uh, you know, playing a good game of chess while the other GMs are playing checkers out there. They are doing a great job at using the rules the tools, everything that is available to them to put the best possible product on the ice. And if anyone has a problem with that, including Frank Saravelli, you know, you go to the Golden Knights, you go to the NHL, you have a conversation with them because and what planet does it make sense? Okay, we got this real tough salary cap during the season. Yeah, cool. But then once the season starts, there's no salary cap. There's no roster limits. There's nothing. It's just have fun, have at it, you know, release the hounds, release the Kraken, so to speak. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, yeah, it is a loophole, <laughs> right? It, it's the LTIR loophole. And uh, Kucherov, when they did that with Tampa, Whole they season. pretty much had uh, $18 million, Chris, in LTIR uh, money out there before they 
obviously got everyone back on the ice. And of course, we know about their run. Um, speaking of the Logan Thompson IR, that's LTIR, uh, LT was back on the ice yesterday. So that was great to see. Mm-hmm. Aiden Hill was practicing after the two period stint that we saw in Henderson. Uh, players that will be scratched tonight include the Jack and Zach show, Eichel and Whitehead, of course, if you're keeping score. And, of course, uh, Shade Theodore is also going to be out. He won't be uh, back, but he has been skating. He's skating, at least. Yeah, that's good. Right, to uh, to Bruce Cassidy. And the White, House, uh, White Cloud injury, they say, is not severe. So uh, that's pretty good news. And so Cassidy's saying he'll be back on the ice soon. And so out of all that now, um, again, the goalie carousel. And I think it's Laurent Brossois tonight. You beg to differ. Um, of the other two uh, goalies that returned yesterday, Aiden Hill, probably more prepared since he had that stint in Henderson. Would they go with uh, Aiden Hill? Uh, I put a tweet out a few nights ago. I think there's a shot that they go Aiden Hill tonight, Logan Thompson Thursday. Um, you need to find out what you have in those individuals. Seattle crack, and they're going to come in doing the best they can because right now they're sniffing right between division uh, ranking number three Three. and wild card one. So they actually got a shot still to sneak up. And that's actually the quirk, Tony. We talked about this on our our most recent show. How can VGK and Seattle play each other in the first round? That VGK were to drop out of first and the Kraken were to dethrone the Kings, so to speak, from it's that. It's not going to happen seat. now, right? It's not going to happen. Um, no, now. they can because Seattle's eighty games, LA Kings eighty-one games. So, um, I I look at the tiebreakers and stuff like that. But point being, Seattle can. There's a path for Seattle to get 104 points as well as the LA Kings, and then you go ahead and look at um uh, the tiebreakers and things like that, and see how that whole thing would end up shaking out. I mean, the tiebreakers are wild enough to begin with because if Vegas and Colorado were to tie, it goes to the fifth tiebreaker. You have points, wins in regulation, wins in regulation plus overtime. There's one more in there. And then there's the head-to-head individual battle between the two teams, whichever side earned more points. So that's uh, it's so crazy just you know going a few layers deep and trying to figure out who has the tiebreakers. And it actually looks like uh, Seattle would in Seattle actually isn't is ahead in the tiebreaker over the Kings right now. So that's even uh, more interesting as uh, we, we try to, you know, work this all out, but back to the golden Knights situation, no Jack Eichel today. That's the concern, right? I think we all thought maybe they were just saving him for a game just to be on the safe side. And we were hoping we would see him on the ice tonight. The fact that he's not on the ice tonight, that's a concern. You know, these day-to-day injuries are never day-to-day necessarily. They're week-to-week, even up to a month and plus at times. Um, Zach Whitecloud, it seems like we've dodged, you know, the ACL bullet that we all thought happened based on the injury and and how um, the player fell into him after Braden McNam cross-checked him. Let's be clear about this. Um, so, yeah, you certainly hope we get some of our um, reinforcements back, not name Mark Stone a little bit sooner, obviously, and uh, see what happens. Where was Jonathan Quick yesterday? Was he on the ice practicing too? I saw no idea. a couple of I mean, different reports. I mean, I'm yeah. sure he had, maybe he was on the other street of ice getting so I, I don't know. That's a fair question, and I honestly don't know. Um, Back to the Mark Stone thing really fast. I want to be yeah. clear on just a couple of quick things while, we, while we're going through this first segment. So January 12th, that's when the injury happens, right? It's not believed to be anything major. February 1st, the team puts out the statements 
out indefinitely. They did that fully knowing the media was going to just go bonkers with done for the year, done for the year, done for the year. But at the time, I was like, guys, they didn't say done for the year. Just maybe, maybe you'll just kind of see what happens. So February 1st, that's the that's the out indefinitely announcements. February 6th, this is the key for me. This is when, you know, I'm sure a lot of you have dogs out there. You ask your dog if they want to go outside or if they want to treat and their, their ears perk up and they're all excited, looking at you kind of cockeyed and excited and all that. Cassidy, and this is per Sinbin. Cassidy said there's an opportunity for Mark Stone to return this year. Added that the farther they extend their season, the more likely it is. Here's where it gets really kinky and the cooking the book starts. This particular interaction never, at least at the time, was never posted to any social media. The Vegas Golden Knights always post their pressers. They always post everything Cassidy has to say. But for whatever reason, this particular one at the time was never put on any of the social platforms. So that's where that's the moment for me where I'm like, guys, he's coming back. He is coming back at some point if this team qualifies for the playoffs. And at the time, there was a little bit of an if around February 6th because that's when stuff was kind of starting to go a bit south with this team. So, listen, people were kind of hitting me and you, I think, a little bit on Twitter this morning about, you know, cooking the books and stuff <laughs> like that and maybe the way we define cooking the books. <laughs> Vegas isn't cheating. Vegas is not cheating. <laughs> no, it's a loophole. Are they being, they're being kinky. They're, they're, they're doing <laughs> kinky. things. They're doing whatever they need to do to put a good quality on the a good quality product on the ice and yes that good quality product come next monday six days from now when the playoffs start at t-mobile against uh, most likely the winnipeg jets hopefully hopefully you're yeah, gonna have Cal- a salary Gary. cap that's what's it that be yeah Cal- i mean there's a lot more to talk Cal- about Gary. as far as calgary's done They're yeah done. calgary's done nashville's toast uh so it's ba- or nah, pretty much toast, got at least. a slight chance yeah, so no, like they, 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 yeah, maybe the farther, like, like the farther they extend their season, maybe, you know, like one of those types of chances. So, okay. you know, point being is all Vegas is doing is using the rules and it's going to be interesting because now there's a good chance next Monday night, Vegas fields a team that's going to be 10 million plus over the salary cap. And, oh, I can't wait for the daggers and all the, uh, all the store fans, you know, attacking the VGK and all the original six snobs complaining, uh, you know, about the Vegas Golden Knights and stuff. When the Blackhawks, one of the OG6 teams, did the same dang thing. Yeah, you almost swore. That's good. That's good. Uh, we almost caught you there. Back. Yeah, okay. Swear jar. But, you know, the thing about Eichel is that he just cannot, like, camouflage an injury. Like, he can't. No. He shows. It's it's so transparent that something's wrong with him. We've seen this before. Earlier this season, games you and I. After he was gone. Right. You and I knew, break. right? We knew he was injured. Something's up. When he's not taking shots and he's wide open at the net, something's up. There's something not, there's just something wrong. You could see it. You can tell there's a lot of issues there and no telling. They said lower body, but who knows? Who knows what the injury might be? He was watching. He's had lower body all year. Yeah. He's been watching from up top uh, yesterday over at the practice and we'll have to keep an eye on, on Eichel and it's great news for Stone and for the fan base. The fan base was so excited to see him back yesterday. That was big news. People are trying to ask if they can buy the powder blue. Uh, Those are kind of sweet. Those are sweet, though. I yeah, won't. no, they they look good. I, I, th- I found it kind of interesting. I think uh, you can get a funny, um, like, non-contact jersey and put, like, uh, I don't know, put, like, a 21-22 VGK on the back, you know, something like that, because that's how the, the whole season was last year. Or the number of uh, man games lost is your number, a three-digit number. That'd be pretty funny, actually. 
Okay, really coming funny. up, hmm. that would be funny. Uh, coming up next, VGK entertaining the Kraken, as we mentioned. They'll close out the home schedule tonight. It's Fan Appreciation Night. It's the first end of a home and home, and it matters. We'll talk about that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are all back, and there's no better place to get it in across the M- uh, Major League Baseball action uh, than to go to FanDuel. And America's number one sportsbook is there for you. That's because right now the new customers can step up to the plate with a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's the place to sign up. And you sign up for your first bet and you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you do not win. You can bet on a player's individual stats, on hits, home runs pitcher strikeouts much much more it's a lot of fun so don't miss out on your chance to get that no sweat first bet up to a thousand dollars when you join FanDuel today go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up FanDuel the official partner of Major League Baseball welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights Tony Cardasco Chris Golick we come to you each and every day from Las Vegas we appreciate you making us your first listen as well Please go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. That is Locked On Golden Knights. And yeah, through this, uh, through all of my comments, someone told me to stick with basketball yesterday. And I'm going to get into some of my comments that I tweeted out. And, you know, you and I both know, we know that it's a fact now, right? That Bill Foley sent cases of Chardonnay and some Easter lilies to Gary Bettman and to the schedule maker. He had to have. I mean, this is a key series coming up, and the Kraken had to play. They had a little pit stop on the way to Vegas. And they had to play in Arizona last night. Chris, if this isn't rigged, I don't know what is. Like, I know that it triggers me, but I, this is a serious issue. They played Arizona it back-to-back back last week also, Monday, Tuesday, Seattle did. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. So they won with these, so that's not, you know, an issue there. Coyote scored first, and then... We saw them kick it into gear, the Kraken in the second period. Um, This is, you know, the time of the season. It's a divisional foe. It's a home and home. And Seattle now will have to play three games in four days by Thursday. And the Kraken last night hit 100 points on the season. And one thing that concerns me about uh, the way that they play, their style, what do they do? A lot of traffic in front of the net. Let's start there. Yeah, I mean, that's been an area of opportunity for the Golden Knights, not even just this year, but previous years, and just kind of clearing out the front. And it's actually nine games, or sorry, six games and nine nights, it looks like right now for the for the crack. And just looking back, currently coming in on a four-game great winning streak. scheduling, and, great scheduling. Five-game winning streak, five. They won last night, five wins in a row. That's right, five. My, my apologies. Yeah, so five games, I mean, it's, you know, uh, they're tired right now. This is going to be a very tough spot. This is the last game of the roadie, but same same uh, token. It's a very it's important for Seattle. Probably more important for Vegas. I mean, Seattle can sneak into that higher seat. I don't see that happening, um, but you never know. And it starts with a win tonight to keep that going. Um, unfortunately, you said Martin Jones got hurt, so I don't think we got a chance to see him unless he unless he got better. I don't know what the situation is there. No, I can um, tell you. So, I'll I'll tell you what happened. So Martin Jones is out. He's out. And uh, last night we saw Grubauer played the game. Who's the third could, goalie? We could see the rookie Joey Decord from Arizona State. Oh, and it yeah, was really yeah. cool last night with a minute 16 to go after a big old fight. 
uh, they put in the cord there at Mullet Arena, and that was really a cool moment because the ASU uh, kid and standing ovation, it was really a great moment. But the cord could be starting the game tonight for uh, for the Kraken. I called, you know what, I called. Uh, Rookie unknown goalie, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, I called I called uh, the hockey games there at T-Mobile when we did the college tournament, and he was the starting goaltender. And that was a time where Arizona State was just kind of teetering, uh, you know, there. They just had started in D1. He was pretty much the staple of that team and the player that, I guess, catapulted them over the top. But it's a really cool story. So that's what could happen tonight in net. Uh, I wanted to talk about some of the other players. Uh, Jared McCann scoring his 40th goal of the season last night. Nine points in five games. They do a lot of things well. They roll four good lines. They're pretty solid. And they show that they're legit uh, when they went on the road earlier this season. You and I remember the seven-game road uh, winning streak that they put together. They won at Boston, I believe, and at Toronto. And so they're a pretty solid team. And they're going to be a really tough out in the playoffs. They will be. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is a really cool movement that's happening with teams like Vegas and Seattle being competitive basically from the word go. And it's kind of funny watching, you know, Vegas and Seattle kind of do it their own respective way. And yet the Buffalo Sabres haven't been in the playoffs since 2011, you know, and all the other and Toronto can't get out of the first round and all these other, you know, long historical storied franchises that can't figure it out in Vegas and Seattle, like, Hey, hold my beer. This is going to be fun. We're going to make some deep runs. I think it's awesome. And I think it's so cool that uh, Vegas and Seattle get the spotlight for the, the outdoor classic next season. That's going to be absolutely remarkable. I think we're thinking about trying to go to that game either as a family or me making the trip, uh, maybe for the media, that's obviously a ways away, but um you know, and there was a game earlier this season where I believe they were top two in the, in the, in the Pacific and, you know, it was around game 30 or 40 or something like that. I remember walking to T-Mobile Arena that night and thinking, wow, how cool is this? It's number 31 and 32 are, I think, three and four in overall in the league or something standings right now. So it's absolutely remarkable, you know, all love for what Seattle is accomplishing. And, you know, maybe there is still that tiny opening, Tony, where this is the first of nine straight meetings with the, with the Seattle Kraken. Maybe we all look at Seattle as a rivalry just yet, but come about April the 30th when the first round, you know, concludes, we uh, might be pretty sick of Seattle and they're going to be pretty sick of us if that happens like that. And you know what? How freaking cool would that be all of a sudden if the new uh, kids on the bus, you know, are are fighting all the time and uh, not getting along and it would be really well, really good for that rivalry to kind of take a shape because the Sharks aren't a rivalry. I mean, it, you know, we're still mad about the non-major drama, but you know, there's no competition on the ice with the Sharks. Seattle, much more competitive team, and they got probably the best goal song in the NHL with uh, that Nirvana song. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, they sat out Jaden Schwartz and Vince Dunn last night, so they'll be back tonight. Uh, Jordan Everly, the NHL second star of the week this past week, had eight points over the week. He had a four-game goal streak snap last night in Arizona. So uh, they're pretty tough, and they play very well. One thing I noticed is that they like to have a lot of like diagonal passes, Chris. Like, so if a defender's closing in, they always go cross ice. That's something that I noticed in the game when I was watching, observing uh, last night. And so uh, Matty Bernier's 24 goals. Uh, he's going to be perhaps the rookie of the year. Uh, took away the spotlight from, of course, LT. We thought LT might be there. 
uh, in the end. He didn't take but, it. LT just hasn't been able to get his butt in the, onto the stage to get in the spotlight. <laughs> I, I'm concerned about Carson Soucy. There was a fight. It was the minute 16 mark right late. We got and, Cole uh, Sarafin. Yeah, Cole it was Sarafin. Jack McBain who just gave him a, a whooping. And there was a right hand that Carson Soucy threw and landed like right on the helmet and went kind of like this. He was like, oh, my so I don't know if he'll, what his condition will be like tonight, but it's going to be a tough game. And they're just they're a team that plays like a sixty minute game. They just keep coming in waves. I, I you know, I've watched. We're a few short of their defensemen games. right now. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's going to be a tough game. I think Korzak or Pahal, who takes that sixth spot? Do you think? I think Korzak now. That's right. So they brought up Korzak yesterday, and he's back uh, from being injured. So that oh no. No, they didn't cook the books with Korzak, did they? No, they couldn't. Stop it. <laughs> but okay I thought we were like losing our feet or something. I thought we stopped recording. I'm like, Tony, what happened? Stop it. Um, so no, Korzak, I mean, he was very serviceable. He certainly showed improvements. Um, I think Pahal could probably better be better in a one-game, one-off situation. But I think Korzak, if this might be a longer-term thing with White Cloud, might be you know, the better or well, not with just white cloud, but Theodore as well. I think if there's going to be multiple games, you give Korzak these last two games and he'll be ready to take on, you know, like a, a 15 minute role or so in the playoffs. Um, should, should that need to happen? I mean, we hope obviously Theodore first, uh, he's, he's Theodore will be back. If he's skating now, there's a reasonable shot. There's actually a reasonable. Well, they say he's not going tonight, right? He's so we, we could see him on Thursday, Thursday, but we will definitely see Theodore by the playoffs. Um, so at that point, Hutton probably becomes, uh, our sixth defenseman and then Korzak, Pahal and all the rest of the, 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 what do they call them? The black spades or something like that's the, I forgot what the terminology they used for the, for the players who are scratched, but they bring up a bunch of them. It's something along those lines. Um, so there'll be a bunch of, um, a bunch of our reinforcements. There'll be a lot less room up in, uh, up in the Raptors of T-Mobile because there'll be like 10 or 11 scratches a night now because just the way the NHL opens up the the rosters right and so we've got uh, you know Korzak remember when Cassidy earlier this season he said that uh, Korzak would be the next man up they're really high on him early in the season and then he's had uh, an injury plague season and really hasn't uh, gotten off he did not get off to a good start this year so um, so hopefully he breaks the lineup that'd be good to see tonight but we could see, you know, different goalies in that tonight uh, than we probably would, you know, on a normal basis. Uh, Martin Jones, you know, that VGK just has his number. So they were hoping to see him, but he's out. And as we mentioned, Grubauer played last night, all but a minute 16. And Joey Decord could be the starting goaltender tonight for Arizona. That's awesome. I mean, these are the, the storylines. Like, this is where, you know, unheard of to a degree, you know, I've just kind of rise to the occasion and it's not even just now, but it's in the playoffs. It's, you know, players, you never even said their name once during the regular season, all of a sudden they come in and, you know, they make a name for themselves. So this is uh, the start of it for, you know, people like Korzak and Pahal and Joey Decord and, you know, maybe even Keegan Colstar can get a couple big goals in a playoff game or something and everyone will adore him again. Coming up next, our locks of the night and our predictions for tonight's game. It comes your way next when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick, we come to you from Las Vegas Monday through Friday. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We really do appreciate you. We appreciate all of your comments. 
please go to the YouTube channel, the YouTube page, Locked On Golden Knights, and check it out and subscribe. So before we get into our predictions and everything else, who is your seventh player of the year? So did 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 you get the fan vote in there? Uh, it's between Amadio, uh, Bob the Builder, I mean Carrier, 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 uh, Aiden Hill, and LT. Seventh play. They're going to award that tonight. Because who are the who are the four again? You said Carrier, the goal, uh, Hill, Amadio, and the two goalies, Hill and LT. I mean, it's Carrier going away if he would have played like seventy games, and it probably still is Carrier the way the votes are going to go. Aiden Hill's been hurts. Um, I mean, honestly, it should be Amadio because he's been healthy most of the season, and you know he's been the been so we can count on anywhere from line one to line four. So I mean, if I if I did put a vote in to be Amadio based on that, but there's no way Amadio wins it. There's just no way it's, it's Carrier, and he's going to walk right out there tonight and accept it. He's gonna look good. He's gonna look good. He's gonna look good. Yeah, Maybe we'll see so, him in the in the baby blue jerseys there tomorrow. I still say perhaps LT because LT had that hot start and made it as an all star and pretty tough. So I think how do you, he's gonna how's L, LT's our starting goalie? How's he the seventh player? I, don't know. <laughs> I know that, exactly. Uh, so, cooking the books, folks. Cooking the books just to get LT some trophies. Terrible. So last night you're Daryl so and you have uh, players like Toffoli and Coleman. Oh. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Imagiapani and for the shootout, Nick Ritchie sends out Nick Ritchie of all players. The fan base went ballistic and they lost that game in the shootout. He's done, right? I mean, Daryl Sutter just seems like he's done. But to be fair, Daryl Sutter, that's who he Daryl Sutter's always done. And that's his mindset. He don't care. He will run a team his way. And if you want Daryl Sutter for who he is, then great. If you want him to be somebody he's not then look somewhere else you know kind of like uh um like uh what's his name in, in philly um uh trots trot yeah not tr- trots yeah that's it okay trots. yeah not Tor- trots Torts, tortorella yeah Tort- yeah trots. Tor- torts. Torts, not torts trots whatever um you know torts he's gonna be who he is and you know that going into it and daryl sutter is who he is so don't you know I'm not going to fault the guy, but I mean, maybe that was that was his fu to the organization. I yeah, don't know. Um, I think so. That's pretty. I, um, so. I mean, listen, who knows what's happening behind closed doors, right? Maybe the GM, maybe the owner, maybe he's just getting mistreated, and that was his uh, that was his, his swan, swan song. song. He'll go back yeah. to the farm and do his thing until the phone rings, and he'll decide if he's going to come back again in uh, the 2023-24 season. You know, we lost track of uh, for the Kraken, Shane Wright, Shane Wright, the outstanding rookie, Is he up? right? He's been injured back and forth. He was in Windsor, and now they just moved him up to Coachella. So I had a, just in time for the music festival this weekend, so he can nice. check out some vibes there. But, yeah, pretty interesting because uh, I forgot all about him. And I, I yesterday when I was going through some notes, I saw his name, and I had to look it up. And um, he's been injured, I guess, most of the season. He hasn't really played up with the uh, the big club. So that's it. Yeah, I mean, I saw him in one game with here. Coachella. He, he did get a goal that game, um, you know, and I mean, he might not be ready yet, but he might not be that far off either. Just kind of wait and see how it goes. I don't know if he's going to factor in the playoffs or not. Um, maybe he will. I don't know, but um, we'll see. It's a lot, a lot of fun happening. This is this is exciting. And one thing, you know, just kind of we're in our third segment. We kind of do whatever now. VGK fans, it's game 81, and we control our destiny for the division 
and the conference amongst all these wacky injuries, kind of flirting with as wacky as it was last year at times. We've always had, it hasn't been as bad, but the numbers might show it's been pretty close to as bad. But using all these goalies and having a new coach, I mean, this season could have easily, and this is something that I said, the season's either going to be an absolute disaster or pretty good. And when, I, and when I say pretty good, I don't simply mean making the playoffs and having a good showing and being gone. But, you know, I think we're leaning towards the potential of it being a pretty good season where I feel like, uh, especially if we can land the first seed just simply in the Pacific, um, conference finals is the path. And at this point, if this team does qualify for the conference finals, gets to the final four, so to speak, I'll feel like it's a successful season. I think that'll be a season that we can all be happy with, especially considering many people thought VGK is not going to make the playoffs. Jack Eichel is terrible and all these other things that have been happening. The fact that it's game 81 and we're talking about clinching the division as early as tonight's, it's pretty exciting. And VGK fans should stop and enjoy that. And, you know, take a moment, reflect a little bit on, on the season and what this team has been through. And the fact that they might win the Pacific tonight, that's pretty remarkable. And this team is built health pending, of course. And if Eichel and Stone and all these other players who have these issues, if they all come back together, this team can make a deep run again. They can make a real deep run and give it, give any team in the East all they can handle if they should make it that far. Yeah, and I think that the fans, are you re-expecting too much uh, out of Stone on his return? I mean, so, okay, really fast. Um, yes, I mean, I think we want him to be Mark Stone in the bumper, Mark Stone scoring goals, Mark Stone leading and doing everything he normally does, sure. Um, is that a reasonable expectation? No, but, you know, to quote someone I was talking to last night at our hockey draft for our my son's youth league, uh, another story for another time, um, but a 70% Mark Stone would be a very good Mark Stone to have for the bench leadership, for the intensity, and what he can do on the ice. A 70% Mark Stone is better than 70% of the NHL players, I would say. Um, but, Tony, you, you know, we have we have some of the, the highest fans of our, of our show. Like, they're, they're high, like, like so high. What do you mean? I high? met a pilot last night who listens to us <laughs> while he is flying forty thousand feet up in the air. Come on, really? Yeah, no. So we're doing now we're doing cool our. Story. I forgot his name. I'm so sorry. If, if I know you said you listen a lot, so if you're listening, uh, please don't get mad and you know start you know shaking the plane or anything like that. Um, <laughs> but he, we were talking last night at the draft before we were starting to divide the kids up and stuff like that for house league. And I mentioned, yeah, you know, we were talking about Mark Stone. I said, hey, yeah, Mark Stone, he should be looking good. I've seen him around the team and stuff. And he kind of looked at me. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I got a, a podcast for VGK and stuff. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, Lockdown VGK. It's like, dude, I just listened to you this morning on my way, on my way back from Boston. <laughs> and, so and you didn't that's crash cool. the plane? Yeah. I, no, 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 my no, comments? no, 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 okay. no, 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 I don't know. He, he didn't mention you as like being the enemy like a lot of people do. So let's, um, <laughs> let's that. You take that as a win, Tony. Take <laughs> that as a win. Am, why am I the enemy? Oh, my hey, goodness. I'm, not, I'm just calling the people, dude. <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm just here for the people. <laughs> OK, so uh, I'm going to say tonight and for the people, I'm going to go with a four, three overtime crack and win four to three. You knew that was it, I want this to come down to the final game to see again uh, if VGK can get over the top and win the Pacific and and win the West. How the West VGK loses control if they lose in regulation. Edmonton wins in regulation. That would be crazy. So we've got Edmonton skating 
at Colorado in what it's just a massive, massive game. It's going to be so much fun. It's a good night. And that game starts uh, earlier than VGK. So a lot of folks will be. Oh, nice. We can sweat it. Sweat it out. uh, Who do you think is coming through tonight for for Vegas? Uh, It'll be Juan Stevenson. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm just going to stick with um, with Vegas showing up in big games. This is a big game and they showed up as well as they could against Dallas. Um, but Dallas is, I think, on another level when you compare it to Seattle. Um, so I'm going to go five, four Vegas in a, a mushy, ugly game with a lot of scoring. Who knows what the goalie situation for Vegas is going to be and or Seattle is as far as if they're going to go with uh, someone on the back-to-back or if they're going to start the rookie tonight, I mean, that would be really interesting to see if they're going to throw a rookie into the fire. I think it's actually the play because it's a big game and, you know, Joey Decord might not be, you know, able to understand the magnitude of it, which is certainly something that could be on a player's side in that spot. He's won um, in this arena before. He's won in this arena before as a collegiate. Okay. There you go. There you go. Uh, Petrangelo is going to play. I'll, I'm going to handicap Petrangelo for 29 and a half minutes tonight. So let's put that on the side. 29 and a half minutes for Petrangelo tonight, given the VGK injury situation to the deep. So Petrangelo, by default, that he's going to be on the game for half the half the on the ice for half the game or greater. Uh, I think I, I'll take him to do something. And um, God, I, that, I don't want to say marches, so I want to say someone. All right, Amadio. We were talking about Amadio earlier. There you go, Amadio. Okay. Uh, Amadio okay. could uh, sneak sneak his way in in this one. Before we get out of here, so the other day you had a response from NHL Injury Viz. I was just looking that up. Oh, yes. And so they, man, games lost, okay? It is somewhat, eh, it's a little comparable to last year. Through 77 games, uh, 433 man games lost. And they've lost. just over 500 last year, right? Last year was 505. Okay. 505 officially from NHL Injury Viz. And thank you so much for sending out this info. This is great. Absolutely. Uh, and the, so through 77, so they said 20, 25 more uh, since that game, they believe. And so they're at about In the 480 range now. Uh, for, well, they were 450, 460 ish. Um, plus, plus, that will also include Leonard and, uh, and Patrick, Patrick in that, but not Weber. Not sure yeah, I mean, I think I think to get an accurate year over year, I think you got to not include um, Patrick and Leonard. Um, that's just like last season. Was there anyone on on the IR from Bell to Bell like Patrick and Leonard? I don't think there was. Right, as far as our mm, active players, no. Mark Stone. The thing happened with him, obviously, right last January. Go figure. Um, and then he came back, you know, right before the playoffs. Go figure. Hmm. Frank Cervelli knows something, guys. Come on, just <laughs> stop it right there. Just stop it right there. But so, I mean, I guess if you subtract, you know, 160 games, you know, between Leonard and Patrick, it's still a lot of games. I mean, we're still over 300 games when the dust settles. And that's 300 meaningful games lost from Eichel, from Stone and from Theodore and from White Cloud. And we can go on and on and on for a long time. And again, we're still controlling our destiny at game 81 of the season to win the division. Coach Cassidy. Give him a ton of credit. He's done more, many more things right than wrong. And I'll say it again, Kelly McCrimmon is not getting enough love for keeping this roster together. The team has not had to go with 17 skaters this season, not once. We never had to go 11 and 7 or, or you know, 10 and, you know, or the other way around, you know, 13 and 5 or anything weird like that. So Kelly McCrimmon 
he's had such a remarkable season doing what he did, keeping this together. And obviously McPhee gets a shout out and, you know, Foley for uh, whatever his role is in all this when he's not watching soccer games. Yeah. And again, you know, through. That's why uh, to trigger you again, Tony. Through, I know, that's good. Uh, through 505 games uh, for, I don't wear that scarf anymore since they started to sell it here at T-Mobile. Because now it's just gone. I, I want to be the cool kid. Out. Yeah, it's too mainstream. Yeah. I want to be the cool. You don't kid. want to be basic, Tony. You don't be, you're, you're not basic. I'm not Tony. a basic guy. You're right. So no, through 505 injuries last year, VGK was right there, right, right towards the end. Um, and again, so they do have. Yeah, the game 81 technically through. mattered last season. Yes, and and they do have the talent to push through. I think the difference is the way that Cassidy has coached this team. And his manager's team, I think he's done a remarkable job. And no I doubt. think that he's trying to get a share of uh, the Bruins uh, Stanley Cup, you know, championship, too. So coming up, anyone will thank, will credit, will thank Crow Cassidy if uh, the Bruins do lift, lift the cup. Yeah. I don't think he gets mentioned. I think no, uh, not I think at all. Laugh at him. <laughs> we thank they everyone for we thank everyone for tuning in. We appreciate you making us your first listen, not just today, but every single day. And uh, we uh, tomorrow on the show, we will recap tonight's game. I'm sure there'll be some more storylines today. We'll see who comes out for practice and much, much more. From my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.